Hey everyone, Candace Eisner here with you again. And this week I'm gonna be answering this question, and that is, how do you build a business around two professions at the same time? Welcome to Life Beyond the Massage Table, a podcast for massage therapists, or really anyone who works in health and wellness. I'm here to help you take a look at your business and practice in new ways, to think outside the box, and to shift gears from the same old stuff that isn't helping you build the life and the business that you really want. Let's get started. Well, hello again, everyone. I hope you're having a great week this week. So this week's topic was inspired by seeing this a lot in various health and wellness businesses, and that's kind of why I wanted to talk about it, and I hope it'll be interesting to all of you guys out there, too. Because you actually see this a lot, you know, people are branching out and doing a bunch of different things these days rather than going the so-called traditional route where you just sort of do one profession and that's what you do. Like, for example, you might be a massage therapist and that might have been sort of your main thing that you were focusing on. But you're also now a yoga instructor and you're selling essential oils. So you've got a bunch of little things that you're doing. Um, Another example would be a nutritionist who's also a fitness instructor. So you offer a whole bunch of different services from one-on-one coaching to eBooks to teaching classes at a local gym. You're, You're doing a bunch of things. So think about it this way. If you've ever had that super awkward moment where someone asks you what you do and you have no idea how to give a good, honest, short answer. Like you're kind of like, oh, well, I uh, I massage and I also sell essential oils and uh, uh, can we stop this conversation now? I'm going to go get a drink over there. If that's ever happened to you or if at least it's felt like that, even if you didn't actually bail out of the conversation, then yeah, we're talking about you and it's okay to feel that way. You don't have to be embarrassed about it. Trust me. This is super, super common. I mean, how many times have you read, or maybe you guys haven't been exposed to this, but online you will see all these places talking about how to give your best elevator pitch or how to talk about what you do in like 15 seconds or less or that kind of thing. Like it's supposed to be good for networking and uh, when you're at events, sort of quickly getting to know other people. Yeah, there's benefits to it, um, but uh, anyway, we're talking about a slightly different angle here, but it's still really important thing to think about. Like, how do you talk about what you do in a really short way that completely explains, or at least generally speaking, what it is that you do, right? And I know there's a lot of us out there also who sort of revert to the simple answer. Like, for example, you might, if you're that first example, the massage therapist, yoga instructor, essential oils person, you might just revert to saying, oh, I'm an RMT because you feel like that's the easy answer. That's just the thing you need to say. Or in my case, I often just go, oh, I work in marketing or, oh, I'm a web designer because it just feels way easier for me to say that than to try to explain what I actually do. You know, those, I'm sure you've all seen them, those memes out there, especially on Facebook where it's like, it'll show like pictures of the various things that you do. Like, this is what my friends think I do. This is what my clients think I do. This is what I think I do. This is what I actually do, which usually is some kind of funny punchline. But my, my point here is not to bring up the memes, but to say that reality doesn't always match what people envision. And so we have to kind of find a way to bridge that gap, right? And I see this problem in the general entrepreneur community as well. So it's not just you health and wellness peeps. Don't worry. You know, not that you were probably worried, but really, if you feel like, oh, uh, you know, it's just me. No, it, it's not just you. I see it in a lot of 
people who are, you know, self-employed, basically. If you're self-employed, you can fall into this trap. If you're employed, you don't need to worry about it. You can just say that, you know, you work for XYZ company and they give you a paycheck and you can kind of be done with it, right? But uh, yeah, so if you're self-employed, you can fall into this trap, we can call it. So um, in my world, there's this concept of being a multi-passionate entrepreneur. Maybe you've heard of that or just the idea of being multi-passionate. And the general idea is that you have a whole bunch of different things you do in your business, but they don't necessarily relate to one another. And that might sound a little familiar to some of you. Let's take me for an example. I have a bunch of different things I do in my business and a lot of people don't automatically see how they relate. For example, I do web design. I'm a writer. I do marketing coaching. I do business coaching and I do a few other things. I have this podcast. I have a newsletter and so on and so forth. So some people would look at that list with me not explaining anything and they go, Candace, what the hell do you do anyway? And could you blame them? Because it's kind of a little bit all over the place, isn't it? And, you know, for a while, this was quite a big issue for me. A lot of people were confused on what I would do and they try to hire me for things I don't do or they weren't, they didn't realize that they could hire me for the things that I do do. And this was the real problem. And this is exactly why I'm talking about this topic on the podcast. Now, of course, is it their problem that what I do isn't quite being understood? Or, you know, to put it in your terms, is it their problem that they don't understand what you do because we might like to think that it is we might like to think that well you know people aren't just going to get what i do and that's fine you know we we might want to revert to that you know that behavior that way of thinking because it's straight it's very straight and obvious to us how what we do interrelates so maybe others just aren't going to get it and we just need to move forward and not worry about that stuff but the problem with that approach is two things The first one is if no one understands what you really do, you're going to have a hard time attracting clients. So if you are doing this multi-passionate thing, again, we'll use our example from the beginning. If you're a massage therapist and yoga instructor and essential oils uh, provider, if you're finding that you're having trouble attracting clients or you're only attracting clients to one of those three things, then you see what I mean. You know, you're having trouble attracting good clients. And the second problem is if you just go, well, and this is what often people do, they just go, well, I'm just going to market to each thing separately. That's going to solve the problem. What you end up doing is you're making a hell of a lot more work for and stress for yourself, or you end up in the situation I just said, where you've got one of your professions that's really, you know, solidly booked and the other two things that you like to do and would like to start doing more of, you're not getting any clients because nobody knows that you do those things because you're focusing, you know, too much attention on the other thing, or you're not, you're marketing one thing well and the other two things not so well because you're only one person. You only have so many hours in the day. So like I said, you know, that approach seems to be the one many people take. And I don't know why we do it that way. Is it just because, you know, I mean, I think for a lot of us, it's because of not having enough hours in the day to kind of do it all. Although I think for you healthcare people, there's another thing um, going on. And it might be that because you're really trying to be super, super cautious about your scope of practice. Like, for example, something that's acceptable to do as a chiropractor is absolutely not okay to do as a yoga instructor. And you want to be careful about mixing the streams, right? You don't want to be talking about chiropractic appropriate things with your you know, yoga clients. And you don't certainly want to be 
talking about yoga poses with your with your chiropractic clients, unless of course it's in the context of self care. But you see what I'm saying is that like if you were in that uh, yoga instructor mode, it would be very awkward for you to start and very inappropriate um, for you to start talking about. Um, chiropractic stuff, right? I mean, you could sort of on a superficial level, but to actually give somebody sort of medical advice as a chiropractor in the middle of a yoga class, I don't think that's appropriate. And I think that's why quite a few people who are regulated health providers do that. That's why they sort of divide up their marketing and divide up their business in that way, because they don't want to run into that trap of uh, scope of practice bleed and, and all the issues that can come up with that. And those of you who are in regulated health professions, you probably know exactly what I'm talking about and you don't need to be to explain it anymore. So I'm not going to. But here's the thing. I understand where you're coming from. I really do. Because I don't want, you know, I don't want you in trouble with your college. I don't want you to be in sticky situations with clients where they're like, well, but you are a chiropractor, but you are a massage therapist. Like, but not right now, you know, awkward, right? But there are ways you can blend things together without having to set up such strict boundaries around your marketing so that like everything has to be compartmentalized and everything has to be in its own little box. Because that's not really going to work. Like we just said, you know, people are going to get confused about what it is you do. People are going to get confused about what they can hire you to do, what they can pay you to do. And ultimately, that's what you're running a business for. You're not running a business because it's fun. I mean, I hope that you like what you do. But... If it's a business, that means it's a money-making venture, and therefore you have to think about your bottom line. You have to think about getting patients through clients, whatever you call them, through the door to pay you so that you can make ends meet and you can go on the occasional vacation and all those things that we like to do with our lives. So how do you make it work when you're a multi-passionate person? How do you make it work when you've got several professions that you love and you want to do them all? How do you run your business without coming across as flaky or scattered, which is what this can kind of look like sometimes from the outside? Well, yeah, you have to find a way to link everything together in a clear way. Now, before I talk about some ways to do that, one issue I see with a lot of health and wellness professionals is they go, oh, well, I can just uh, link it together as being wellness services and that will fix the whole thing. The problem there, and I love you all, but if you do that, it really does nothing for you. Like everyone who works in health and wellness is providing health and wellness services. I know me saying that sounds like the silliest thing. You're like, uh, yeah, like, wait, there you go, Candace. That's very smart. I'm sure you, you know, sure it took you a long time to figure that one out. <laughs> but seriously, if you market yourself as, oh, these are a bunch of health and wellness services, everybody does that. Everybody does that, even if they only do one thing. So if they're a massage therapist, they might be saying, these are my health and wellness massage therapy services. You know, they might not say it exactly black and white like that, but it just, it doesn't help you to link it together as like wellness services. Just find something else, especially in this day and age of social media and Google when there's so many things vying for people's attention, they want to know that your specific services are right for them. And if everybody's saying I'm a health and wellness service, that doesn't help you differentiate you and what you do from everyone else. You know, we're getting into kind of another podcast topic here, but hey, it all relates into this how do you do two things thing, right? So 
Yeah, you know, it comes down to that idea of niching or narrowing your focus for the sake of clarity. That's really what it's about. And I know I've talked about this before, so it's going to seem familiar. So, for example, one way that you can blend your professions that you want to work in together is you can choose a focus group, such as working with athletes or working with families. So we'll go back to that, you know, we're going to keep using that massage therapist, yoga instructor, essential oils, um, label that however you like, but you've got essential oils for sale in your business. Um, You could say that you are specifically working with athletes of all types. Your massage therapy services are for that. You do yoga for runners or yoga for golfers or yoga for whatever. Insert, Insert the thing in here. You could even just say yoga for athletes. That would attract people. And you can say you make essential oil blends that help athletes sleep better, help athletes um, recover after their races or whatever. Yes, you can also sell the general. I'm not saying you only have to sell the blends. What you do is you focus the marketing on the blends because it has to do with um, specific things that athletes are going to be looking for. And then as they come in, they're going to start to see that you have other things available. And if they're into essential oils, they will be like, oh, yeah, well, I'll buy some of the frankincense too or whatever it is, right? So another example is you could have a specific reason for your services. Now, obviously, you do have a specific reason. But what I mean by that is the example of, say, helping people with depression and anxiety or helping people after a car accident. So again, you can frame all your services with that in mind And it doesn't mean that you are completely limited to that. It just means that this is where your passion is. This is where you would really like to focus your attention. And if other clients come into your practice that aren't quite in that niche, then that's fine. You know, we've talked about that in another podcast episode, so I'm not going to go off on that right now. But you get the idea, I hope. Another way you can link everything together is... um, you can set up a, an environment that links everything together. So example, you can provide, say, nutrition consulting and fitness and wellness or whatever your services are in a spa-like environment. Or you can provide these all as mobile services. So people who want to get nutrition consulting in their homes, people who want to have a personal trainer come to their house, people who want a massage therapist to come to their house. So you link everything together by saying it's all mobile services. So you provide services for people in their, you know, busy people who do not have a chance to go to a clinic. You provide it in their homes and that's what differentiates you from the rest of the crowd. So it's not just that you provide wellness services, but you actually provide them for busy people who need to book appointments in their own homes or feel more comfortable booking appointments in their homes. It doesn't even have to be about being busy. So let's look at my case, you know, because I know my I know myself best, huh? We would like to think so, at least, you know. So in my case, my linking things was marketing, because if you look at what I do, the overall umbrella that covers everything that I do is marketing. And it's the fact that I do it primarily for health and wellness professionals because I'm a former RMT, former medical receptionist former chiropractic assistant, all these different professions that I've worked in as a professional, all these professions that I've got experience in. I'm not a former chiropractor. I just want to be clear on that. I was an assistant for a year. Anyway, um, that's the overarching link between everything is that I'm doing marketing services for health and wellness professions. 
So now what I do is I frame it all with that. So yeah, I'm a writer, but I write marketing materials for health and wellness professionals or for my own sake, of course. Yeah, I build people's websites, but again, it's primarily for people in clinics working in the health and wellness professions. Yes, I do business coaching, but you get the idea. I probably don't need to keep repeating myself. So hopefully that will help you guys out with thinking about this topic, how you can blend your various professions into one cohesive message rather than kind of compartmentalizing things into boxes and trying to market each thing separately, or rather than um, sort of focusing all your attention on one and hoping the other two will just kind of grow organically, which doesn't usually work so well. So I know this topic is a little bit of a tricky one because especially if the things that you're doing don't uh, completely blend together. For example, I've heard of a massage therapist who's also, I can't remember if it's a financial consultant or she's like a mortgage broker or something, but they're two completely different professions, but there are ways that she could blend those together, believe it or not, without having to completely market them separately. It might be to her benefit there to market them separately a little bit, but still, you know, you could actually blend the two together. It's not completely unheard of. So yeah, um, like I was in the middle of saying, and then I kind of interrupted myself as I am prone to do, if you have any questions about this, as always, you know, get in touch at Candice at happylittlebiz.com is my email address. I'm more than happy to chat with you a little bit about this. And, um, you know, I don't like to market myself too much on the podcast because it's just here for you guys as a resource. But, you know, if you do want to hire me for some marketing or business coaching, you're trying to figure out how to blend these things. You know, I'm, I'm also open to to new clients at the moment. So um, yeah. And just one more thing before I sign off for this week, I wanted to let you guys know that the podcast is on its usual spring hiatus as of right now, the end of the recording of this one, um, until the end of April. So I will be back with new episodes for you guys at the beginning of May. Hopefully by then it will be beautiful and sunny and warm and gorgeous out. And that's all we'll be talking about. All right, take care and I will see you guys in May. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. I really do appreciate your time and your efforts. The times that you guys contact me with ideas for the podcast or comments about episodes or ratings and reviews, all of that, I really love it. I read all of it. I do really appreciate you guys. Um, By the way, if you would like to leave me a formal review, of course, I would really appreciate that. Head on over to iTunes, find my podcast, so Life Beyond the Massage Table, Click on ratings and reviews and then just give me a rating and a review. Five stars, of course, and a glowing review. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. You know, let me know what you really think, but I do appreciate five stars as well. Let's be real here. Now, for you guys that might be new to the podcast, let me briefly introduce myself here. My name is Candace Eisner, and I am a former massage therapist in the province of Ontario, and I've also worked in various other health and wellness careers, so I've got a pretty good view of what it's like to do what you guys do. My mission right now is to help those in health, wellness, and fitness careers build strong businesses because I really believe to my core that taking care of others has to start with taking care of you. So that's what this podcast is all about, is helping you build a business that really matches who you are and what you value and what's important to you so that you feel happy when you go to work each day. You feel like this career is the right one for you, that everything just works so much better for your life. 
Now, before I finish off and let you guys get about, you know, go about your day, I will mention where you can find me on social media if you would like to. The main place you can interact with me if you'd like to just chat or see what I'm posting about or, you know, get on my newsletter list or any of that kind of stuff, find me on Instagram. Um, Happy Little Biz is my username. Or, of course, you can head over to my website, happylittlebiz.com, and there's links to all that stuff there. All right, that's it. Enjoy the rest of your day, and I'll be back at you soon.